0: Welcome to Ryder Realty's Tuesday Tips. I'm Esther Ryder, and we're switching things up today because today I am the hostess and I'm going to interview Caitlin. And we're going to talk about the topic of living next to family, the good, the bad, all of it. Because that can be good for sure, living close to grandma and grandpa or cousins or whatever. But I'm sure there's some situations that might make it a little touchy. So I'm thinking about this question. You might not know the answer. So let's start with this. You grew up next to your grandma and grandpa. Yes. So that was
1: mom and dad. Okay. That's
0: what I was going to ask you. So I guess my first thought is, were there ever times where, and this would be more of a question for your parents, I guess, but like you felt like grandma was like, Oh, well they're with this grandparent. And I know they're there and they're not with me. Like, did it ever feel like they were watching where you were going,
1: kind of like? I would probably say maybe so, yes. And but also we might have been watching them too, because we were like, Oh, let's just uh walk up to grandma's and see if her car's in the garage. And then if her mm-hmm. car wasn't there, we knew she was gone. But if mm-hmm. her car was there, we're like banging on her door, like, hey grandma, come play. Mm-hmm. Now, also, my grandma is like the really fun, really cool, crazy grandma. She had, like, this golf cart, and she had a trampoline at her house and this really cool barn that we hung out with. So, like, we wanted to be up there all the time. Mm -hmm. And, And we really did love hanging out with her. But then on the flip side, so my grandparents that didn't live there, we were also really close with them too, but we just didn't see them as often. And maybe it was more... I wouldn't say special, but it was like more of a treat to go to Nanny and Pappy's house is what we call my other grandparents versus my grandma Barb's house, which is the one that grew up next to us. Um
0: so what about did because she was so close, did she do like babysitting too, where she felt more, where there was that rule of, she was almost a parent rule as well as just that fun grandma or for her, was it always just that (laughs) she was the fun grandma
1: because of her personality type? I think she like was just a fun grandma and would spoil us and then send us home and let my mom take care of us. And I remember specifically my mom saying sometimes like, you can tell you've been at grandma Barb's house all week because now you guys are bad and think you have no rules. And Mm -hmm. we were spoiled for two or three days. Um, so yeah, so according to my mom, I would say that she was just a fun grandma and would spoil us and make us be bad when we came home. <laughs> so was it fun
0: when cousins would come over and stuff too, or when when the whole family got together? what did it just feel different than when you were when it was just you and grandma? Um,
1: my cousins lived in Virginia most of their their life until they got maybe I think Tyler was maybe like ten or twelve when they finally moved up here. So when they were home visiting, we did want to be up there all the time. So I'm sure that my grandma maybe missed out on like, um, getting to deal with that, those cousins and having like a long time with them and like mm-hmm. sharing them.
0: Um, Cause you guys were hogging the cousins. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because we wanted to see them and because we mm-hmm. had access to them because all we had to do was walk up there and there was no stopping us. <laughs> so this might be, I mean, you're kind of answering it from a
0: kid perspective, but maybe yeah. from an adult perspective as well. Do you feel like there was separate time when you needed it? Like, did you feel like that you guys, that there were ever times where she's like, I just want to be not interrupted or where you guys felt like you were having family time and grandma just knocks on the door whenever, or were they able to have the closeness of being by grandma and that privilege, but kind of their own family buffer time does that make sense yes
1: um sometimes like we would call her and ask her if she wanted to come play (laughs) she'd be like oh i just got out of the bathtub or um she just not answer the phone because that was when cell phones weren't a thing Mm -hmm. and house phones um so i think maybe that was her way of getting out of it or or whatever um and she never really like barged in on our family. She would like drive the golf cart by our house and then we would see her and then we'd go out there. Mm-hmm. But I think she was really respectful and like she didn't just show up that I can at least remember from a kid's perspective. Mm-hmm. My parents might have different opinions on that one.
0: Yeah. So with that experience of living by grandma, but then also now seen as an adult, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have to respect the the people's private space and that they are two different families because her son is grown and married in his own family. Um, would you look at that as a a great thing or can you see situations where, or certain families maybe where it might like not be so great?
1: I would totally love if my parents lived next door to me personally, I would be all about that. Um, or even my in-laws, but I have a good relationship with both sides of the family. Um, and I think that because of my relationship with my grandma was so close, like I want that for my kids. So I would mm-hmm. totally be all about my parents living next door. Um, I don't know if they would be. It's an interesting question. I'll have to ask them that. Um So why do you think they might not be? Maybe just because of. Like, my kids are crazy, and sometimes they come over and they visit, and then they're like, okay, see you later. And they're, like, halfway running out the door when they babysit. Um, so maybe they they wouldn't like that part that I was talking about of the kids just coming over whenever they want, maybe not getting so much of a break. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I I don't know. i have to ask them about that. But I would totally be all about my parents living next door.
0: So did you ever find yourself, like, when you were misbehaving or doing something that you shouldn't do, and your parents would discipline you, I'm going to run to grandma's and go over
1: there? Oh, yes. All the time. My mm-hmm. mom specifically talks about me packing my bags and always being like, I'm running to grandma's. And then she's saying, no, I can't because I'm not allowed to walk up there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was, like, really little at the time. But... um but, so as yeah. a
0: teenager or whatever, you didn't ever get mad at your parents to the point that they're like, they needed it, or they felt like they needed a buffer from grandma's house or was there kind of a respect between the two? Because sometimes grandmas can be like, you know, oh, I understand or, yeah. and sometimes, you know, that can be, or, or maybe
1: not, but did you see that in your situation? I don't remember anything specifically as a teenager, um, I think as we got older, too, we weren't constantly like, hey, grandma, do you want to come play as much as we were when we were, like, five and six or had the summers mm-hmm. off for school and we were up there all the time, things like that. Um, I, can't, I can't remember any specific instances, though. So what
0: would have been, from a kid's perspective, what would have been the positives of having grandma so close, but what kind
1: of might have been a negative, too? I think positives were that I had a super close relationship with them. Um, I spent a lot of time with them, tons of fun, great memories. Negatives, I think, would just be I really can't think of anything super negative other than maybe grandparents can. It wasn't so much special time because it was mm-hmm. just something that was easily accessible and, um, we always did. So it wasn't like, uh, huge treat to be going to grandma's house right. and which she would still have days where maybe just one of us came up instead of all three of us came up. And then she would spoil us on those days. Mm-hmm. But as far as all three of us at once, um, it wasn't like a special treat, but it's right. Cause was. you're not going to grandma's house
0: to have yeah. a special dinner or yeah. do something particular or have a, a game night or whatever. Right. It's just kind of, you went all the time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So was that, Um, as hard, I'm sure there were some good things about moving out of your parents' house, just the independence and, you know, growing up, thats a natural thing to do Mm -hmm. was that weird after living your entire life so close to grandma i mean it would be weird to move away from your parents to some degree too and not see them all the time yeah but was that weird to move away from grandma too
1: i think it was weird that i didn't know what to expect with real neighbors that weren't your grandma and grandpa oh yeah like our neighbors in canal full i remember like a couple times she asked to borrow stuff and i was like is this kind of weird like is this normal that neighbors like borrow stuff all the time but like i would never have thought twice of my grandma buying borrowing something Mm -hmm. because she's my grandma so um and then like just not like i don't know like do you wave to your neighbors every time you see them do you give them privacy that kind of thing Mm -hmm. i think that was like weird for me where my husband grew up with neighbors and he just like didn't even think about it yeah just just overthrown it Yeah. yeah
0: so what did he, what were his thoughts of, of that situation? Like, did he feel the same way? Like, how did he think, oh, I would love to have my parents or your parents close by? Or did, how, did he, how was he as an insider looking in? What were his thoughts on that?
1: Um, I don't know that he really ever thought about it or we've ever really talked or compared about it. But it's funny that now as adults when we go up to my parents house i still find myself going hey let's call grandma and see if she has the side by side out or let's see if grandma's home let's see if grandma wants to come play in the snow with me when we go to play at my grandparents house mm-hmm. so it's kind of funny that i still go to my parents and and think like hey let's have grandma come up yeah as an adult right <laughs> so i right. still actually do want my grandma to come play with us <laughs> yeah
0: So did you know anybody else who was in your same situation and maybe they didn't have the fun grandma or do you, do you see that yours was the only one that you're aware of?
1: Um, hmm. I cannot think of anything off top of my head that lived close by. Um, no, I can't think of anybody else that had grandparents close.
0: And your, um and this is asking from a kid perspective when you don't know the answer, but your grandmother used to live in your grandparent and your house you grew up in, correct?
1: Yeah. My great grandpa built our house that my parents live in now. And actually when my parents bought the house, um, that 12 acres was becoming too much upkeep for him. So he lived on a trailer on the property. So I actually had my great grandpa there. And then, um, my grandma was our, not quite our next door neighbor. She was actually one house over, but we had, access to the land to get to her house um and then it's cousins actually on the other side of my grandma now their relationship might be a little bit more not as close as my grandma to us because they're like distant cousins or and stuff like that but sometimes that cousin is like riding her golf cart or roller on my grandma's land and my grandma's kind of like why is she on my land Mm -hmm. and not so much sharing of it um So I guess that that would be a good kind of comparison of someone that maybe doesn't have quite a good relationship. So did you ever see anything where like your great grandpa
0: did not like things that your parents did about the house or didn't oh, yeah. do about the house that he kind of still felt like it was his house or not necessarily?
1: Yeah. They used to like fight over who was going to do the mowing and who mowed better. And sometimes mm-hmm. like my dad would get off the golf or the mower to go get a drink. And then grandpa was running over there getting on it and stealing it. And finishing Cause your dad mowing. wasn't doing it. Right. Yeah. 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 So they would kind of like argue about mm-hmm. that. Um, that's the only instance I really remember that he probably kept a little bit more to himself on the trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, and he lived there till I want to say I was maybe eight, eight ish when he left off there and went to the nursing home. Um, but that's, he used to have Tootsie Rolls. He used to spoil us with Tootsie Rolls. So I guess Mm -hmm. if you're worried about your kids dinner being spoiled all the time, grandparents will do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that would be different. Cause like you're saying mm-hmm. there, it's you're there whenever you want to go, just come and go and visit mm-hmm. and see. And my kids, grandparents all live close, but they have to get in a car and drive there. And right. so it's a little, bit, a little bit of a different situation.
1: Yeah. Like actually scheduling time where we have free mm-hmm. range to just do whatever we want with them.
0: So today we got to talk about Living by family and what that looks like when extended family members live together from a kid perspective, but don't worry, we're going to get an adult perspective in there too, to see what it looks like when your mom or mother-in-law or somebody else close to you is essentially sharing your property and how that works. We're back with Stacey Zerker, and we're going to have part two with her, but this time we're talking about living on the family farm with next to um, relatives, and of course, that can be an awesome thing, but there's also probably times where maybe not so awesome, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't live by family, um, but um, I will say in our case, we live within five miles of my parents, his parents, and both of his siblings. And so it is nice to be close to family for babysitters or get-togethers or whatever, but five miles and 50 feet are potentially a little bit different. So this is going to be a two-part episode. We're going to talk with Stacey from an adult perspective, and then Caitlin is going to give us her perspective as a child's perspective because she grew up on family land with Grandma next door. So let's start with Stacey Zerker. Thank you for coming back. This is great. Um, we're so excited to have you as our guest today, but also as an agent in our office. And so let's talk about jump right in. First thing we had talked in our last episode um, about building on the family land and the pressures that you may or may not feel with that because you can't necessarily resell it if you want to change your mind. Um, Do you think that that made more pressure for you than like your average friend who might build an allotment or because like you had said, you had so many years to do it. Did that help?
2: It definitely helped us be able to prepare
0: more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and like my father-in-law was really good as far as like being patient. Cause I mean, where we built our house, he had crops Okay. And so, if you know anything about crop farming, like you alternate crops usually. So if one season he had beans there, the next season he would plant corn and it would flop when you flip, flop back and forth. Well, he was generous enough to not make us deal with corn stalks on our property. Um so he just repeatedly planted soybeans there every year. So generous in that aspect until we actually um broke ground. but, yeah, just, I guess, with building on family land and it's gifted to you, um, like with our situation, um, it was drawn up in in our contract or whatever that um, my father-in-law had first right to buy the property if we would ever decide to sell and move. So, I mean... I guess that's okay because, you know, you have somebody that would buy it or maybe somebody Mm -hmm. else in the family would buy it. Um, But from my in-laws perspective of living right beside us, they don't want just any person, you know, living right there on the farm. Right. Well,
0: and because that land was part of their farm. So it makes a difference too. Yeah. So when you moved into that house, your boys were how old? Oh gosh. Well, let's back up. When you yeah. moved into the rental trailer, beside actually sharing a driveway with your in laws while you built, how mm-hmm. old were the boys then?
2: Um, youngest was preschool. Okay. And the oldest would have been what? Second grade. Okay. So, yeah.
0: So at that time, then there was a driveway and they could very easily go back and forth to grandma and grandpa's. And Mm -hmm. then you build your house and there's a little bit of corn in between. Mm -hmm. So me as the big chicken, I'm like, Oh, they would go in the corn and some wild animal would bite their their leg. And then they don't make it to grandma and grandpa's and we don't know, or a tractor comes out. I mean, I know this is going to shock you, but I'm kind of afraid of (laughs) things. Um, How did you, or even wondering where they are, not so much in the trailer because, you know, you could see over to your in-laws, but that little bit of a space is just enough that a kid's like not a big deal. But did you ever find yourself, like, how did you set rules of we need to know where you are? If you're going to grandma and grandpa's, we need to know, or what were your rules for how often you could go because you are in two different houses. So, my assumption is you're going to want some privacy, but so are they, maybe, or, you know, might be working and not be able to have company there. So, how did you set that up for the boys?
2: So, the number one thing that I had told the boys when we moved to the trailer was you can never barge in to grandma and grandpa's house. Mm -hmm. Like we always need to call grandma or text grandma and say, do you care if we come down? Mm -hmm. And if you happen to be out running around and you just, you know, can't come up and say, Hey mom, text grandma and ask her, you always knock on the door or Mm -hmm. ring the doorbell. We don't ever barge in their house. Um, and that was kind of something that my mom made me aware of because, She grew up beside her in-laws. And so when I was growing up, I lived beside my grandma and grandpa. I was too little to remember it,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: but that was something that she had told, especially my brothers, because they were more, you know, able to ride bike and whatever old enough compared to me that you don't ever just go over to grandma's and, you know, barge in the door without asking to be there. And back then we wouldn't have been able to text or whatever, but it was a phone call away or so that was, I think the number one thing that, you know, yeah, we each have our own space um, and it's rude to just barge in on somebody for cookies or candy or, you know, whatever it might be. So.
0: And that's really good. I know it's really good thinking on your mom's part because that's a really easy way to, to make sure that you're able to see grandma and grandpa as often as you want, that works for both households, you mm-hmm. know, that that's a really good.
2: And it was a thing idea. with that. My mom made me realize too, that, you know, if our boys were constantly at grandma and grandpa's like that takes away the special time when they actually, you know, would spend time with them. So if they're constantly over there, then it's just like, Oh, here come the boys again, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, oh, great, here come the boys, and you know, I can give them cookies or whatever. And it was right not a constant, you know, nuisance that they were there. So
0: it takes the role back to being a grandparent and enjoying that role rather than the role of another parent or yes. or a sitter even, where you can't you're you're being their boss, I guess, so to speak, of the kids or taking care of them in that way rather than. The fun grandma rule of giving them too much candy and sugar right. and sending them home.
2: Yeah. Gotcha. And to clear up any confusion, there is no corn between us.
0: <laughs> there's not. obviously it was a little field. Is it all grass?
2: So there is a field, but okay. we purposely made like a grass walkway. Okay. And then there's like there's like another acre in between our houses where it's just trees and there's a place set. So you need to pay better attention. <laughs> you can you can walk in between there clearly without having to go through a field.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's even nicer than that. yeah. But I know your boys like I mean they play in the fields and they're not worried about wild critters popping out like mm-hmm. I am. So yeah. What is the best thing that you have enjoyed living close to family and what if I know you can't speak for your in laws, but if you could guess, what would they say is the best part of having their son, daughter-in-law and two of their grandkids that close.
2: Well, I know they've told us in the past that it's nice to just have family that close, mm-hmm. that somebody's always, they know if, if they're not home or let's say they go away for a weekend, like somebody's there to watch over the property. Um, and it would be the same for us. Like if we mm-hmm. go on vacation, um, now, this year that isn't going to be the case because we're both going on vacation the same week, but um, that you have somebody that's always watching your property. So it's often, you know, if, if we're at, say, my parents or we're at a friend's house or something, some evening and a car might pull in our driveway, my mother in law is instantly texting one of us saying, somebody's in your driveway or, um, were you we expecting somebody or something like that? So it's nice that they can always look over and see what's going on,
0: especially in the country like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it's an advantage, but I mean, I guess it's kind of a disadvantage too.
0: <laughs> so, and so let's talk about that for a minute. And you can say nothing or something or whatever, but are there any disadvantages of? from your perspective or potentially theirs, if you could speak for them of living that close? And maybe it's just having neighbors. I mean, if you're used to not having neighbors for decades, it might kind of be, even though it's nice to have someone close, that could be an adjustment for, you know, everybody. Is there anything that you would say if you're going to build by family or move into an area by family, keep this in mind?
2: So, yeah, there's times that... I don't necessarily want them knowing everything that we're doing or everybody that comes to our house or that sort of thing. But I know like if they're in their living room, they can see, you know, who's at our house or what we're doing.
0: So no naked sunbathing at the Zerker house. Right. Always. Correct. <laughs> <just> yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but, and then you're always going to have the things like, And anybody that's lived in the country, whether it's beside family or a complete stranger, like, if you burn your trash, if my father-in-law burns his trash and it's something really smelly Mm -hmm. um, and the wind's coming right to our house and, you know, smokes our whole garage out or whatever, I can't really, like, text him and be like, can you please not burn your smelly trash because you're smoking us out? But that also happened to my mother-in-law because when we lived in the trailer, I thought that I could burn an artificial Christmas tree. And yeah, you you shouldn't ever burn an artificial Christmas tree because it's really toxic and makes really bad black smoke. And it drifted right into my mother-in-law's kitchen window and she was not happy with me.
0: Oh, no.
2: So um
0: but the flip side of that is like you said you can't really text your father-in-law and say hey. But I guess my question would be if it was a neighbor you weren't related to, would you feel any more comfortable texting them or would you because it's not family?
2: Probably not because we dealt with the same thing at our at our old house. Okay. Where there was always that certain neighbor that would burn green grass on his burn pile and it would smolder for probably three or four days. Oh, geez. So you could never okay. have the windows open because your house mm-hmm. smelled like smoke. Okay. Yeah.
0: Gotcha.
2: And what was the second half of the question? I don't...
0: Um, What are the negatives that which you answered that you mm-hmm. might feel? What were some negatives that they might feel? And you answer that too. Kind of the same thing where how do they.
2: Yeah. I just. That? Yeah, sometimes, like, I just wish maybe there was a little more privacy. Like, another example would be, um, and I'll carefully say this, but so if they have a family gathering with the rest of my husband's siblings and all their children and say that it didn't suit us because we're going to be leaving. We have other plans or whatever. Um All of the cousins want to run over and play on the play set because it's in between our properties. And then if they see any of us outside, then they all flock to our house. And so then that's kind of a, yeah,
0: you're trying to get ready to go out the door for something you have planned, yes. and all your nieces and nephews want to hang out with their favorite and they want to
2: pester our chickens and our ducks mm-hmm. and do things that, like, okay, <laughs>
0: go, yeah, go back Gotta to go. mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that, and I can see that also. I'm sure there are some neighbors people have had who don't live by family and they're going, Oh yeah, we've had that, you know, same thing, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's probably a little harder. Well, it would be a little harder. I would think to say to nieces and nephews, Hey, uncle Brian and Stacey are leaving. You need to, you know, go over to grandma, grandpa's. I got to shut the house up. Yeah. if it's just a neighbor with no relation, that would be a much easier conversation. So those were the main things that we want to talk about. If there's anything else you want to add, you can add now. If not, then we picked on your brain enough.
2: Oh, gosh. I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to really think about things, so <laughs> I'm, I'm probably spent as far as answering yeah. anything else or thinking of anything else.
0: What do you think your um, boys would say is their favorite thing living by family?
2: ooh
0: um <laughs>
2: well that's kind of changed in the past few years
0: well yeah as they get older they're probably doing more of their own thing
2: yeah I mean when they were younger it was it was a great thing like mm-hmm. I s- used before like running over to grandma's because grandma made cookies and she said hey come over and get cookies or mm-hmm. you know it's it's easy to if you're at grandma's for something and um, you spilled something on your clothes, you can just run home quick and change and come back yeah. or grandma and grandpa have a swimming pool. So mm-hmm. you weren't planning to swim, but you can run across the yard and get your swimming trunks or whatever. Um, I mean, that's one aspect as they are older now, mm-hmm. um, preteen and teen that they love the swimming pool and they love to be able to use that. Um. But then there's a lot of things that they're like, mm. <laughs> we don't we don't want to go over and do that. We don't want to go grab, you know, because uh, mom didn't have enough sugar for a recipe or whatever. Oh, that's a benefit. I didn't I didn't add that. If you ever like run out of ingredients yeah. for you're in the middle of making something like, hey, mother-in-law, like, do you have an extra can of this or whatever? And she always bails me out. But
0: OK, can I just clarify and say this? My neighbors bail me out. All the time. My one neighbor, Betty, she would un, I don't know if I'm saying this right, uncork every wine bottle I ever needed when I was cooking with wine, because I don't know how to use my uncorking <laughs> thing. And, um, yeah. So I totally mm-hmm. see that. Only yeah. You're nicer. You just go to relatives. I'm like, who do I know on my street that might have this? <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's, and you're right. It does change, I'm sure. And, and I see that with my kids just being busy, you know, and you've got boys in sports and things yeah. like that. And it would, I can see where that would change. Not in a bad way, just in a different, something they love grandma, grandpa less. It's just how they're going over there, what they're doing or how often they can is different. I'm sure. So,
2: yes. And it, it depends too. And I'll add like, as they get older, things that we allow them to do that maybe like grandma would say, why are you doing that? You're not allowed to do that. So that's kind of a hard, um, area to to do and that even happened when they were younger too like mm-hmm. we allowed them to do things but if they would like babysit them or something it was like no you're not allowed to do that and so my boys would get really confused and they would get mad because like why doesn't she let us do that we do it at home or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah if that makes any sense yeah but.
0: yeah no it does well, thank you so much for being our guest for not one podcast episode, but two and sharing your heart and saying things that would help other people that are doing what you're doing or experiencing what you're doing. That is great. No problem. And thank you to everyone for listening to the Writer Realty Podcast. Like and subscribe and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. <laughs>